Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Mom Life Podcast with Megan and Sarah. On tonight's episode, we are going to talk about ways to help us be more prepared for the dreaded dun-dun-dun mealtime. I know both of us are super busy running around, chasing kids, wiping butts, and the last thing that we forget about is dinner. At least we do. That's just our lives. We're telling you like it is. So with tonight's special guests, they're going to help us figure out ways to make our life easier. So grab your wine, grab your cocktail, tea, water, whatever floats your boat, sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. Welcome back. Hi. We have a very, yes, very special guest today. A she, celebrity guest. Oh, definitely a Santa Clarita celebrity. I do see her and her family all the time on these advertisements for the hospital. They're a beautiful, beautiful family. Yes. So she is a celebrity. When that happened, when those big billboards came out, everyone was like, can I have your autograph, Brenda? Yeah. Please. Welcome. I don't think that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Not even once. So, Brendy Heater is with us today. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining our crazy, fun podcast. Yay. So, Brendy, tell us about you and your family and just introduce us to yourself. Yeah. So, thank you again for having me. My name is Brendy Heater, and I have three boys. I'm currently pregnant with my fourth Woo-hoo. girl. <gasps> Welcome so, to the girl club. It's going to be a, a crazy <laughs> ride. So I work from home and I have over the years started doing online workshops, covering meal planning, um, teaching kids about money, kitchen management, how to keep your home organized. Um, I have a, a website called brendaheater.com where I share tips and tricks uh, ranging from parenting, financial advice and tips um, kind of all over the place but meal planning tends to be my sweet spot so thanks for having me on today to talk about that. Yay! We'll put all of Brendy's information in the show notes. She has a lot of really awesome resources. We'll put her her Facebook, her website and anything else that she mentions. Don't worry it will be in the notes. I won't forget. Okay. Sometimes I do but this time (laughs) sometimes we have to edit them. (laughs) Um, So as you heard, Brendy does it all. She really does. Mm-hmm. She is my go-to mom. Yep, just like Megan's my go-to so mom. So I'm Sarah's go-to <laughs> mom, but Brendy is my go-to mm-hmm. mom. Oh, you're so sweet. And Brendy and I have a very funny story that maybe we could tell you on a different podcast episode of how we met each other. Um, but for now, we're going to get into meal planning. Yes. Brendy. How did you get into meal planning? Yeah, like what sparked that interest? So it kind of started on accident based on some of my financial coaching workshops that I was doing Mm -hmm. and helping people work through their budget. And over the years, I noticed uh, very obviously the number one thing that was killing the American family budget was food. Mm -hmm. Not just a little bit, 
but a lot of it. Yeah. And it was overwhelmingly the area that people were struggling with the most in their home. Yeah. And I was, I just kind of casually said one day on Facebook, um, did I have any close friends who would like to come over and I would just share some of my tips and it, it exploded and 50 people came to my house oh my gosh. on a Saturday Not morning. for Brendy. <laughs> <laughs> it surprised me. <laughs> but it, it was very overwhelming. Had, like I said, 50 people that came. And then there was a, uh, like a, can you please do another one? Wow. And then it eventually expanded into the local library system where we are contacted me and asked me to do one there a workshop there for meal planning and then it's evolved to some online training workshops for people who didn't live local who wanted to still attend and so it's kind of steamrolled from there there is there's obviously a need and a somewhat desperation for the Mm -hmm. information so i'm trying to meet the demand as i have availability well i definitely know now as a mom of two which i can't compare to a mom of three (laughs) and a mom of soon to be four here but (laughs) I feel like that's like one of the hardest things with trying to juggle everything is making mm-hmm. sure you have like a meal thought of that you can have. Like literally it'll be like six o'clock and Spencer will be like, so what are we doing for dinner? I'll be like, oh, I didn't, about that. About that. I didn't defrost <laughs> yeah. any meat because yeah. we do yeah. um, butcher box, which is like awesome. Yeah. It like ships you all your meat and then you can put it in the freezer, which I love. Um and I like will be like I didn't really think about it, and then we end up ordering out like pizza yeah. or like something that's not healthy, Very not normal. like the best. And then you're right, like all of our budget ends up going to food. And it's just like after having such a stressful day, yes. being with the kids all day long, like and the then last to thing have you want to do to think about what now I have to feed them again. You know, you fed them breakfast, you fed them lunch, and like five thousand snacks in yes. between. <laughs> Right. And now we have oh to go to gosh. dinner time and my husband's hungry too. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's also just... the worst part of the day for children all yes. over the world. It doesn't matter right the situation, it doesn't matter the family dynamics. Everybody's tired and cranky at mm-hmm. five yeah. o'clock. Yeah. And when there's no plan, the the home environment, it doesn't matter like I said, what type of home you have. Right. The hours between five and seven PM are terrible. And honestly, this is triggering right now for me because <laughs> she's having a little. Pissed. Today was not a good day, and literally from five to seven, Clayton was like a nightmare. Oh yeah. And it's funny. It's like everyone has that witching hour, and it's always at that time when you mm-hmm. need like everyone to behave. Yeah. 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 And, and if everybody's hungry, yeah, it makes it it makes it so much worse. So yeah, the the hope and the intention of trying to offer these resources is sounds it sounds cheesy, but I've really seen an amazing result mm-hmm. from people who were fighting and they're mm-hmm. struggling relationships wise between those terrible hours of five to seven p.m. Totally, and then you see a difference if you can just put a little bit of effort into meal planning. The huge difference that it makes for the entire family mm-hmm. is is monumental. So yeah. it's kind of increased the the fire and passion for me because I've seen huge differences in people's lives. Well, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> Meal planning. Meal planning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so Brendy taught me how to meal plan. Um, I think when Lucas was a baby, because I remember going over to Brendy's uh-huh. house and. And um, saying, can Lucas sleep in Wade's crib? Yes. 
That's so funny. Yeah. I had forgotten about that. And so Lucas took a nap in Wade's crib and Brandy sat down with me. And she's probably like, oh, this girl needs my help again. No, Here we go. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I love talking about it. So anyways, it. so she taught me. And while I haven't been like 100% consistent on it, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've, we've had our highs and lows with meal planning for sure. Um, when I do meal plan and I'm consistent about it, and I have been pretty consistent about it the last, like, the start of the new year, I was like, we're meal planning all the time. Yeah. Because it just became um, really stressful, mm-hmm. and um, it became a constant ordering out, like, like yeah. Sarah was saying. So... I, um, when we meal plan, it's just, it goes smoothly and dinner time isn't a frantic, epic mess. And, um, it's not like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay. It's a uh, six o'clock. The kids have to go down an hour. I have to make the food. I have to get the bath. Totally. I have to, you know. And then when you're at that point, stuff. you make like some of the worst meals you've ever prepared. Uh, yeah. I like to think of myself as a professional mother chef because like I'm pumping and cooking dinner at the same time. So I'm like, I'm really making two meals. But then the meal that I'm actually cooking is terrible because I don't plan ahead of time and it yeah. tastes disgusting. Yeah. It's like whatever's in my kitchen fridge. Where else would your fridge be? I don't know why. I just say kitchen <laughs> fridge. It ends up tasting like the kitchen sink, but not like those yummy cookies where you like yeah. mix all that good stuff. It's not like that. It's like a bowl of mush. It's and for me, I envy people who can just like, um, like my mother-in-law is one of them, who can literally be like, um, yes, I have three eggs, uh, two cloves of broccoli. <laughs> and they can be like, and some here's cheese. a Michelin star Here meal. You know, yeah. and I'm just like, uh, no, I can't do that. I need yeah. a recipe. This that is why great. we have you here. Yes, yeah. so us Brandy's how to be here to tell us um, <laughs> how, we how can, to make dinner time not stressful. How we can not mom fail at this part of our lives. Oh, yes. Anyway, so Brandy, what are your top meal planning tips for beginners? Well, I would say <clears throat> over the years, my tips have morphed into they started as suggestions Mm -hmm. and over the years of doing this presentation and seeing what really caused people to succeed there are less suggestions and there are more just straight up requirements like you have to do (laughs) this if you want to succeed in meal planning um i need you to do this and i know you know (laughs) you just you just have to do it um so but before i can go into the requirements the I think it's important to address maybe some of the problems that people face mm-hmm, sure. in order. Yeah. Because if I just tell you the requirements, it, it's it's easy for, for people to get overwhelmed. Mm. So I want your listeners to hear that you're normal and that we already talked about that five to seven witching hour. That's awesome, um, yeah. And that if you're beginning mm-hmm. and you're already overwhelmed and you're feeling like I've constantly failed at meal planning before, mm-hmm. um, you're 100% normal. And even though I teach this, and I have been doing this for now, oh gosh, almost 10 years. Wow. I struggle Mm-mm. with meal planning. So even though I teach this, there are weeks that are terrible. And there are, and I'm currently pregnant and I'm really tired. <laughs> and there are days that I, even though I have a plan and I know what, what I should do, mm-hmm. I physically totally. cannot do it. So. Yeah. There are steps in there. We will get into all of the super practical, but it's important. And I really want to encourage people who already feel like they're failing 
that some days are just okay for to be mediocre. Yeah. Mm. And your 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 kids aren't gonna die if the meal is terrible. Nobody's going to, you know, you know, you'd have to really fail to like give them botulism or something. Like but <laughs> it's okay. So but some of the problems are like when people are facing these they're feeling overwhelmed. Um they're the days are really crazy. Um the the busyness of people's schedules are over it's overwhelming how busy people are. Mm-hmm. Um you've got lack of ideas, you have mm-hmm. a lack of knowledge. Um and the thing that I don't think people realize is it's so easy right now to just get food. The ease of drive throughs, the ease of Grubhub, mm-hmm. yep. the ease yeah. of it's really easy to feed your family. It's really hard to prepare food and mm-hmm. meal plan for your family. Yeah. So you, you you got people who are in the middle of it's so easy to just do the easy way and it's really, really hard mm-hmm. to do the hard way. So I kind of want to set the stage before I go into the, you know, sure. do mm-hmm. this, do this without yeah. acknowledging that it really is a hard, it's really hard. And mm-hmm. just to be totally transparent, I meal planned this last weekend because we were going to be out of town and I knew that we were going to get home on Sunday late at dinner time, and I would be tired, and I did not want to make a meal. Mm-hmm. Well, I meal planned. I prepped something in advance. As soon as we got home, we're unloading. I take it out to start defrosting, and this sucker would not defrost. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I there hate was like when that a, happens. There, but it typically this particular meal typically doesn't take. 14 hours to defrost and I don't know what was going on but it would not defrost and now everybody's melting down Mm -hmm. the meal is prepared and it because it's being cooked half frozen and half not it just created this very very visually unappealing mess (laughs) that I was like you know what I am I'm going to be on a podcast this week about meal planning and I'm taking this this garbage out of the oven but I want you guys to hear that that's normal and then that's still... Yes, we all fail. And it's yes. and it's not necessarily, you know, failing. It's just real life that sometimes mm-hmm. slaps you in the face. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's whatever reason, things don't defrost the same speed. So, <laughs> Well, I think that's so important because like, I feel like in today's world with social media, everything always looks so perfect. Like, mm. ugh, their life looks so perfect. Why can't it be my life? Why isn't... You know, my house look like that, or my mm-hmm. hair look like this, or mm-hmm. my family doing that. It's ridiculous. Everybody lives their own life mm-hmm. and their own truth, and you have to know that that is just a snapshot into someone's life. So everything just you are doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just the happy mm-hmm. moments. Everybody has those down moments, so yeah. it's definitely okay. Yeah. So going into the the requirements that I before now I gave all my my nerdy <laughs> disclaimers, and it's okay for to have terrible days. But um, the first thing that's super important for me over the years that I've added, it didn't. this didn't used to be in my presentation a decade ago, but you must have a family calendar. This is one of the reasons why I feel like a lot of people fail is that they, their week and their each day is so chaotic mm-hmm. that they may be grocery shopping, mm-hmm. but their grocery shopping doesn't line up with the reality of their week. Mm-hmm. And if you buy all these meals, but then you realize midweek, I, I'm not, not even home for three nights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, like a there's, a, there's a waste of food element, but there's also maybe your <clears throat> recipes that you 
had planned don't even match with your availability that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having a family calendar is really important because you'll you'll struggle to forecast needs and you'll run from one event to the next with no energy left for dinner. Mm. Um, and that's really, really, really important. Um, the next important slash requirement, no longer suggestion, <laughs> is a dedicated day for planning. I used to be kind of wishy-washy on this and saying, just pick a day that works for you. But what I was noticing was happening with people that I was coaching was one week they would do Wednesday, the next week they would do Sunday. But then that means that they're now, you've got three days worth and then four days worth and then five days worth and then Mm. seven days worth. Seems like inconsistent. And inconsistent, Mm -hmm. but it also was messing with um, their, their consistency, but their energy level. Because on those weeks that you're doing it twice a week, you do things um, in, well, I think I've got this at home. And you're kind of just double working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I really, really want people to pick a dedicated day for, for planning. And it also avoids screwing up the budget and inventory that you have at home if you can try to really be, be consistent with one day. So it um, could just be any day. It doesn't have to be Yeah, I don't Sunday, care what day it is. Monday, Tuesday, Most, Wednesday. It could just be whatever day works for you. And some people time it to um, the day that their favorite store's weekly schedule comes out. Oh, okay. Some people schedule it to the day that their partner is home and available to help. Mm-hmm. Um, I do mine on Sunday because that's when I can do kid-free shopping. Which oh, I value amen, that. Sister. I value it's that like going to more. Yes, yes, like it is. Oh it's gosh. very important. Going anywhere without your kids sometimes is like such an escape. Yes. Wow. Truly. But if that's the other thing, if you do it on different days, then you might be doing it with kids some days, without yeah, kids some days. You're less focused. Yeah. You're less in the focused. Store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but speaking of that, the third thing is is consistency, like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. With anything, it gets easier, but you just got to keep going. You're going to fall off the meal planning bandwagon, and it's totally fine. <laughs> yes, been there, been there. And, and every week is not going to be perfect, mm-hmm. but you just keep getting back on. It's okay, but consistency is absolutely key. Yeah. So those three things, um, family calendar, dedicated day for planning, and be consistent are my biggest no options. You just, those are super important. And for you and your family, Brendy, what do you feel like works for the family calendar? Like, do you do a whiteboard? Do you do... Ooh, good question. Um, like a like, joint calendar on like yeah, your iPhone or something? Yeah, joint calendar on Google Calendar. Like, what do you feel like works best? Well, the way I typically answer this question is it is very similar to how you may or may not do a budget. There mm. are a million different apps. There are a million mm-hmm. different ways you can do a budget and you can meal plan. They're very similar in terms of forecasting and meeting needs for your family. Mm-hmm. My strongest recommendation would be to do what works for your personality. Ooh, because my my preference is digital because I hate paper. Yes, because I have to manage paper and it's yes. something that I have to keep track of. <laughs> But other people hate technology. Sarah's like looking hard eyes. I'm like, oh yeah. Hard, hard. Because right. my mom uses a paper calendar and she'll be like, oh, I have an appointment that day. And she'll show up and she shows up on the wrong day. I'm like, why don't you just put it in your phone yeah. and it will remind you. Like that is the best part about an electronic calendar. But there are some people who hate technology so Ugh, badly I just, I don't that if, if, they, if they feel 
forced to do it. They're not going to, they're not going to do it. And so whatever works for you. Over the, over the years I found, you know what, if you're pen and paper, if you want to get, um, a Pinterest perfect board that and write things in colored coordinated like Megan's. things. Like <laughs> but it's totally fine because for me, I I I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't remember to change it. And yeah, me either. And if the if the meal switched in the week, it would bug me that Tuesday said lasagna, but really I had pork chops. Yeah, that would bug me, and that's not that's not normal. I've got issues, but I personally, for me, what I have used. Um, for very many years is I actually used Google Calendar and I created a calendar itself for, and I can share a screenshot for your listeners of what this looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sh- share it. Um, is I actually created its own calendar mm-hmm. for Google and it's called Recipes. And so I will put the, the link to the recipe in my calendar appointment. <gasps> so today... Wow. <laughs> just, I love learning technology. So, <laughs> so like for instance but then I will have the recipe inside the appointment Ooh. and so it will show like tonight we had something called um beef beef and potatoes and um I put the recipe in the appointment and then if I want to have that same recipe later mm-hmm. I just drag the whole thing down so I don't have to redo it again I think I need to use Google Calendar and <laughs> well, not and the Apple Calendar. Brandy, like, I always tell Robert, has um, the coolest setup in her kitchen. She has like a big, is that like a computer screen? It is, yeah, it's okay. a desktop. So it's a desktop computer screen that's touch screened, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in her kitchen and then she just pulls everything up and it's like huge. Oh my gosh, and does like, anybody remember the movie Smart House on Disney Channel? Oh yeah, Because your kitchen like is starting yeah. to sound like that Exactly, movie. and it's like that and she clicks on it and you know, it looks all oh, like fancy. I really do like it because yeah. I, I really can need see that. Really I can awesome. see the okay. recipe there. Spencer, if you're listening, <laughs> we, this need is what we need this to add this to do. our kitchen. <laughs> yes, it does, it does make it, it, it makes a difference for me. But I've heard from people f- over the years that have said, uh, I can't, I can't deal with the calendars. Right. I yeah. have too many. I don't look at it, whatever. Yeah. Um, the other bonus for that is that it's synced up to my husband's calendar. So he and knows. so that he, mm-hmm. he sees what we're having. He doesn't care. But in my mind, I like that he knows what we're having totally. for dinner that so night. So my husband way. truly cares. Yeah, yes, Robert your husband really, really cares. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer literally could eat like the same meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'll tell Robert, Robert, we're having, I'm just going to put something out there chicken tortilla soup tonight for dinner. I don't feel like that. I kind of feel like steak. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. You're killing me. Like, I'm like, okay. No. That's why I gave him a dedicated day during the week. So on Sundays, he makes so he can whatever like, smoke he wants all for the his meats and all that yeah. fun stuff. Because then he idea. can choose whatever he wants, and we can have it on Sunday. So it's his, and and it's one extra day I don't have to worry about. Right, Spencer, you got some days coming your way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. He's super helpful. I don't want him to think. (laughs) He's a great husband. Yeah. Super helpful, and I love him so much. I don't want it to come off that way. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. (laughs) I'm just very Um, sarcastic. So, uh, also, Brendy, what do you feel like is your meal, like your... You've been doing this for a while. What is some of the common meal planning mistakes you see when people start to meal plan? Yeah. So this goes, 
uh, this is somewhat of a recap, but the number okay. one thing is yeah. the ignoring the calendar. So okay. when they ignore the calendar and they just go and they just buy, um, I just I kind of just like to pound this in people's brains because mm-hmm. if you are ignoring the calendar, then you tend to do the second mistake, which is overbuy. Mm. Um, and overbuying is because you have kind of ignored what you already have. And like we'll go into next, like the, the actual steps, but I like to cover the mistakes as, uh, first. But your natural inclination, at least for my generation of American women, um, our natural inclination is to think that more food will make it easier to figure out later. If I just buy the things I know my family likes and just load up the pantry and load up the fridge and freezer, mm-hmm. you're going to, you're, you're, you're thinking, okay, this is going to make it easier later. But in reality, it does the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And it, too much food and ingredients tends to overwhelm people. And then they feel like you're standing in front of the fridge and pantry. You know how much you just spent. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. And your brain is tired because you're doing this again between the hours of five mm. to seven, and you're just standing there, just slowly blinking, feeling discouraged, <laughs> wanting to just grab your phone and do a oh. Grubhub save me. Yeah, um, but I love doing that. less food, <laughs> less food really is better because it does force you to meal plan, but it also forces you to use what you have, yeah. which yeah. gives you more options. I know it, it, it kind of seems counterintuitive. I'm telling you, if you just can see the food that you have versus so true. this versus a jam-packed fridge and you're not actually seeing what you have, it, it works against you. So I really, that's a huge issue. Of, so you can kind of see how these common mistakes mm-hmm. follow each other. Mm-hmm. If you ignore the calendar and then you overbuy because you don't know what's coming mm-hmm. up. And then the last one, um, the last common mistake is overcomplicating everything so uh, we uh, our generation just tends to overcomplicate it and what and this kind of goes into what you were talking about earlier sarah about the looking like your every meal is perfect Mm -hmm. well that's not how a majority of humans used to eat trying to impress other humans that they didn't know (laughs) let me take an instagram picture of my food real quick before i even touch it so yeah so what there is, there's a pressure that women feel right now that they have to make every meal a Pinterest perfect meal. Mm-hmm. And it has to be photo worthy. It has to be um, three course meal. And it has to be just look perfect. Oh my goodness. And it has to, you have to reach these unattainable goals. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm just wanting to just blow that misconception up that if when you're overcomplicating meals, Especially on a busy night when you've got, you've got dance practice, you've got homework to review with your kids, mm-hmm. you've got, you know, you've been in traffic. You, I, I want you to strive for excellence. I want people to um, not settle for less, but I, I want people to be realistic mm-hmm. and not settle for, um, and not try to get unattainable results. So I'm basically giving um, your audience permission to be totally boring <laughs> in the kitchen because if you're in a crazy season of life right now and who isn't in some way yeah. or the other, mm-hmm. it's okay to have just a regular baked chicken, you know, yeah. that, I mean, that's what our grandparents used to make and our grand, great grandparents, mm-hmm. they would just do, excuse me, a protein, a vegetable and a starch. Yeah. And it was just simple and it wasn't 
immaculate. You didn't have to have the best five star rating mm. slash from a celebrity blogger. <laughs> you know, it, it it's overcomplicated. So yeah. that this is a huge issue that I see with people who are taking my classes. They bring me the their recipes that they're trying to do, and and I'm like. Yo, you have, you know, you're pregnant and you work out of the home and you're so busy. You cannot make this. <laughs> and they have like a thousand ingredients. To make, yeah. You don't need to make that from Like they scratch. have that spice yeah. that's like coriander. It's like no one uses coriander <laughs> in everything. And then you have to go spend like eight. Is that a spice? It yes, is. Okay, that just is. checking. It, but it's a common I, spice that oh, people use never in mind. a lot of meals. Sorry. But what's like one that you like rarely use and it's like the, re- you know, those recipes that call for all that stuff. Cream of tartar. Yeah. No one uses that is every that day. It? You just make Play-Doh know. with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I do and I have it expired <laughs> I don't know. and I still make <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? I get it. The five star. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But you do, people tend to overcomplicate things Mm -hmm. and then it messes up with their actual real life availability. And that's what I'd like to encourage people to avoid is, is getting, is getting too complicated. Simple as best, especially if you're starting out and you're already timid and feeling like meal planning is overwhelming for you, Mm -hmm. then let's just keep it simple. Cool. So now yes. that we have our calendar, what do we do next? Oh, yeah. So, we, so we're ready to meal plan. We have our calendar. You picked your day. We picked our day. We went shopping. You're going to do it. Well, we're going to mm-hmm. go shopping. We haven't You're, gone shopping We haven't, yet. Gone, haven't shop- gone shopping we're Megan, going, slow your sorry, roll. Sorry, sorry, She's so sorry. excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But I'm so, going to yes. go shopping. What, so the, what am I going to do? So there are five steps that I encourage people to do, <clears> and <throat> we'll get to... A step that I feel like people go out of order and it sabotages the whole Ooh. the whole thing. So if you go out of order, and this, in my opinion, it it, it can really um, make your life harder. Okay. So the actual steps, the first step is crucial: is you have to shop your own pantry, fridge, and freezer first. Okay. Every so single time. Inventory at all. No oh. questions asked. It ha- you have to do this. Your pantry, your fridge, and your freezer is first. Uh, families, like we talked about, they have an overabundance of food in their pantries and freezers anyway. So know, lack I of do. food is not the problem, okay? <laughs> it's not the problem. Um, skill and discipline mm-hmm. is what's lacking, not mm-hmm. food. Okay, so you always start with your own pantry and you need to gather as many ingredients as you have that you can already make a meal with. So for instance, if you already have some um, lasagna noodles and pasta sauce, then you could get ground beef and some ricotta cheese yeah. and boom, you just needed to buy two things to put together a lasagna, lasagna. Mm-hmm. right? Or something like that. So you mm-hmm. piece together and sometimes for beginners, I'll say, actually put it out on the counter. Like, okay, look, I've got X, Y, and Z. And then, oh, my list, I only need these three things to make this recipe together so you're saving money Mm -hmm. there but you're also boom you've already got one day done for for dinner um so you never go to the store without chopping your pantry first yes you'll save money but it's so much easier to meal plan if you already know what you have to work with right and so that's that's huge um the next step is review the family calendar and i I know people are like, oh my goodness, she talks about the calendar a lot in this training. <laughs> it's very important. But I, I'm telling you, so when when you are doing that, when you're trying to piece together a meal, and then you realize, oh, 
shoot, we've got somebody's birthday party to go to mm. on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that changes my list. It changes my availability. So review your, your family calendar. If you've got appointments, evening, barbecues coming up, potlucks, then it changes everything. You're, you've already looked in your pantry. You've already shopped your pantry. So now mm-hmm. you're ready to review the family calendar and it makes sense. Um, now step three is when we look for recipes. Ooh, fun. So what, like, you know, I'm putting you guys on the spot here, but what do you normally feel like people do first? I always look for recipe first. You look, people typically go to Pinterest Pinterest. and look for recipes first. Yeah. Yeah. They go to Pinterest. Yeah. And that's so backwards. And we're actually saying it out loud. (laughs) So now, now I tell people to go to recipes because if you look at recipes without number one and two then you're just kind of blindly adding stuff to your list thus contributing to the overbuying mm-hmm. and it creates this cycle again so you you really can match recipes that you already have and your meals wisely and then by this point you may already have two or three meals done mm-hmm. because you've already done kind of the yeah the the work the legwork if you will and then now you only have three or four meals left to do it so it it speeds it up when people start with recipes i guess if they could take one thing from this podcast if you're if you're struggling with meal planning stop looking for recipes first like (laughs) that's the number one thing that i feel like i got a lot to change (laughs) because i know i got a lot of things in my i got a lot of beans in my pantry right now yeah last night i went to my pantry and i know i haven't looked in there in a long time and i made uh expired pasta noodles so that was not very good that was definitely not well brenda can make her own a podcast (laughs) episode about expired food food (laughs) and what she thinks about it (laughs) oh really I we yeah. eat everything. Yeah, I <laughs> with three boys and a very starving husband, I we, if it's in the house, we're eating it. So to but, each their own, people. We yeah, pass no so judgments. Funny. This is a judgment-free love it. zone podcast. But yeah, so it does fall together nicely when you go through mm-hmm. go through this steps, right? Um, and the the fourth out of five steps is now writing down your plan and write type. I don't. I don't care how people do it. I just want you to document it because mm-hmm. without a documentation, it doesn't it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. If it's not written down or typed or put in a phone, it doesn't it doesn't exist. <laughs> so mm-hmm. our brains are already maxed out, and when you do all of this work and then you don't write it down, I feel like you've done all this work and then you're hoping that it works out. Yeah. If you actually yeah. write it down in some way, like where we talked talked about for me, I put mine in a calendar. Some people want to put it down on a on a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. But you actually need to to write it down. Um, and then the last thing is to review and to think long term. So the fifth and final steps. Um, if I don't want you to get crazy, because sometimes people who are just starting out and are already overwhelmed with meal planning, they have gone on Pinterest. They've they've seen the the internet blogs that are like, oh, just I made I made four hundred freezer meals this weekend, and this is how you can do it too, and and it it's overwhelming and it's exhausting. Okay, so I don't want people to start there, but I yeah. do want to push you gently. Just think you're already looking at your calendar. You've already got it out. So why not just look at next week? Right. Just next week, especially if you're just beginning, and think. 
is there something that I can double for this week? Right. If not, don't worry about it. I know it's a lot, but... Or just maybe buy an extra thing for next week. If you know that, like I said, like when I was traveling, I knew I was coming back on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to have energy to do my weekly meal planning on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that this last week, I just did two extra days to Mm -hmm. buy me time so that I could do it tonight. I did it on the way here before. Just look a little bit long term, not too crazy Mm -hmm. long term. Just a little bit. So I like to emphasize that part because it can feel overwhelming if you've never done it before. Right. And then you're expected to, you know, meal plan for a month. Right. So just meal plan for like the week and then maybe a little bit overflow. If the next week week is is crazy crazy. crazy. and you need a little extra help. And if you're already making that lasagna, I wonder if I could just make two. Yeah. And then freeze one and just be ready. Right. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Like it, and I just, you know, it's kind of a, it's a strong suggestion, but it's like, well, if you can, Mm -hmm. if next, if your next week is really crazy, if there's something this week that you can double, let's do it. Right. Totally. So I think now we'll kind of go over, we kind of, um, asked on our Instagram and Facebook, um, some que- some questions that people may have for for you, Brendy, and um, we'll kind of go over that. And Brendy also had some questions that are commonly asked in mm-hmm. her um, workshops that she does. But before we move on, is there anything you want to add, Brendy, to that to what you've been telling us? No, no. I think we're good. Ooh, we, it's okay. good to go into the questions. Okay, okay. awesome. So we'll start with the Instagram questions. Great. You have that, Sarah? Yes. We got a lot of the same questions, so here's one of the top questions that we got. And thank you for everyone for writing in. It was actually super fun because I never had, like, put up a poll for questions, (laughs) so I felt super cool. Uh, One person said, do you have any tips for, like, ideal meal prep meals? Like, what are, like, your top favorite ones? So this... (laughs) is harder for for a variety of reasons because if you have different dietary restrictions yeah medical and or voluntary then it this changes um but in my my presentation that i do my full presentation the snack pack ideas that i do um for moms on the go particular because this would be your your audience right is moms who are always on the go we're on the go but um, I do things like um, beef jerky, trail mix, turkey roll-ups, um, lunch meat, string cheese, nuts, grapes, small oranges. And then you can get, um, and again, I can give this link to you guys. There's the little pre-already individual, you know, mm-hmm. mapped out containers that have mm. four individual spots. Oh, yeah. oh, I love those. And, I use that for Clayton for school. And they're yeah. really, really helpful for moms to have snacks on the go. Mm-hmm. So if, but if the, the person who has that question is more meal planning for dinner, mm-hmm. then then there are there are a lot of options. Again, just be careful with Pinterest because yeah. it's a it's a <laughs> in my opinion it's just a dark hole of distraction. Oh yeah, you click one thing, mm-hmm. you go to the next. Right. Thing. So do you feel like it's best to like start simple with your meals rather than like pick things that have a bunch of ingredients? It's like a good way to Especially go. Especially for new people who have already struggled with meal planning previously. Mm-hmm. Um, I discourage Pinterest um, pretty adamantly. 
um, because it is a sales funnel. Pinterest is not your meal planning friend. It is trying to sell you products. And if you go into it with that mindset, you'll realize that yes, you have to click here for the recipe, but it's gonna take you to a blog. Then the blogger literally has to write a certain amount of words before you right. get to the recipe. Oh, yeah, That's it's why you have to scroll the very all the way down. And it's like at the very bottom. And then they, yeah. she has to tell uh. you about the weather that day <laughs> and her dog. And it's, it's really frustrating. So by the time you get to the recipe, mm-hmm. you've forgotten what you've done. You've clicked on something and now you're you're off. So um, if that question was asking about like very specific meals, my to answer her question is I would avoid Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Find meals that you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And figure out a way to adapt that to your schedule. Ooh, that's because good. I think the the easy way right now it would just be like, oh, here's the here's the recipe. Well, I don't know if you like chicken salad do you know what i mean so so that's not that's not helpful but the person who asked that question they know what they like yeah Yeah. so just go with what you like just go with what you like and if you're on a system you know if you're out doing whole food keto whatever it is then just make it and but just do it in advance yeah and so i think simple i think like meal planning also gets uh Misconceive? Is that? Oh Mis- gosh, misconstrued. With like only Mis- doing freezer meals. Misinterpreted. Yes. So it's not just doing freezer meals. It's also like you can do some of them as freezer meals, and some of them you can do as like prepared the day like you got it or whatever. So, right. Or just have a plan of what what day you're, you're gonna cook going those to ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, lasagna or okay, yeah. But even like to even make it to even make it even more simple. Um, sometimes a meal plan includes going out to dinner. Yeah, that's and that's true. that could, or date night or, or date whatever. night because oh, yeah. because What's a date night. <laughs> when you got children now. It's so hard. Meet each other at a restaurant typically. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I I don't. I uh, sometimes if I've got a gift card or somebody you know gave us something, I'm like you know what, let's use that. For Thursday night, That's so right. part of my meal plan might be going to Chick Fil A. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I could go for a it's Chick-fil-A not milkshake. super. It's not super fancy, but that's a plan for a meal. Yeah. So yes, yeah. but you're right, Sarah. A lot of people do think that meal planning is the the freezer uh, meal. The fr- I'm gonna that's make what 30, I always thought it was. Right. I'm gonna make thirty freezer yeah. meals, and I'm gonna make you know, chicken tetrazzini 40 times. <laughs> and look, I've got meal plan, but nobody likes it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's, it's overcomplicated. So it doesn't right. have to be, it doesn't have to be complicated. Which I do still like doing, like, some freezer meals are good. Like, Megan made me some when we had Sloan, which was really nice because there were times I was like, I am not cooking anything. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have those as, like, a little backup. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, do you have another, we have another question oh, yes, on that, sorry. Um, Instagram. Come on, please. <clears throat> oh, are quick summer meals where you don't have to use the oven? That's also like, pick something that you like. Like salads. Yeah. Or like, ooh, you could meal prep a bunch of chicken for salads. Yes. Or so, something. Mm-hmm. So you can right. meal prep some of the food, some of the main protein in advance. But again, I would say pick meals that you know you like mm-hmm. and then figure out a way to drag to drag that out. 
But, okay. I mean, to be, again, totally transparent, uh, you know what my boys are having tomorrow because I'm going to be gone is I'm using my air fryer and I'm ha- and I'm making hot dogs in the air fryer because mm. it gives it yeah. kind of a barbecued taste. Yes. Yeah. But we don't have to be in the 104 degree weather uh-huh. and I'm not going to be home. So it's a fast summer meal, mm-hmm. but it's also easy. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be complicated again. So there's a lot of summer summer meals that you can make, but just make sure that you like it. Yeah, that it's yeah. actually and also the something crock that you pot like. is a great option. Mm-hmm. Crock Love pot, instant pot, all you of those. You do a lot of crock pot for instant pot yeah, meals me for summer. Absolutely. You don't have to heat up the house or grilled meals. Oh yeah, because using the oven makes yeah. it so Robert hot. Robert likes to smoke meats. You know. I don't know if you knew that. Yes. No I way. We all know that. And it's really, <laughs> yeah. really good smoke. So, um, so yeah, so we like to do those kind of things. Um, so another, we, some of the questions that you had for us, we kind of already answered yes. through like, what you were saying. One of our dear friends asked, uh, would Love some advice on how to be more efficient. I buy a lot of food and a lot goes to waste. And I think that kind of ties back to shop your pantry because I know I've had that problem where Mm -hmm. I just have like way too many things and then I end up throwing away so much of it and I feel horrible. But when I have less, I realized I cook all of it. I like, I barely had any wasted food lately because I buy less. Well, and which is weird to yeah, which goes goes yeah. to my point earlier when you have too much, it works against you. Yeah. But to answer her question more specifically and maybe more uh, applicable, the the best thing to do if you have an overloaded pantry, sometimes just shopping your pantry isn't good enough because mm-hmm. you still have just way too much. Yeah. Uh, consolidate what you can, go through and do a deep pantry purge first. The pantry and the freezer tends to get overwhelmed the fastest oh yes so focus there um but if it if there's things that are that you know you're not going to use like why you know why do i have a 13 pound bag of lentils you know then (laughs) i don't even know what to do with that yeah so if it's not expired donate it to your local food pantry Mm -hmm. don't be that person who donates expired food to the food pantry because it's very it's very complicated for them to to weed through yeah but i also want to encourage people to do a deep purge if this is where they really struggle with overbuying because then you may at the end of that come out with meals that are already done once you Mm. see what you have yeah but go into it with the thought of i really need to purge and i'm not going to do this again yeah so um it and Again, don't go to Pinterest for pantry organization yet. If you want to do that later, you can. But I would rather you really go through and purge it before you start trying to make it look mm-hmm. in Instagram or Pinterest perfect. Um, you know, organize <laughs> it for your family. Bottles. Yes. I wish. I'm pasta. Secretly do <laughs> wish I had one of those. But I'm not going to take the time to take my noodles out of the box and put them in it. That's too much work. I don't have time for that. Yeah, I well, wish I did, but I don't. It does. It sure does look cute. It does look cute, but no one sees it but you. So who cares? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I had a little clear crystal, yes, like a glass door yes, in your pantry, then I guess course, I would do then it. Of course, but I, I would don't. be like, you know, Kim Kardashian and have all that. Yeah, but you know, she's paying someone to do of it. Of course. Not doing <laughs> Sorry, Kim. Course. We're telling Anyways, you like it is. Okay. Um, but 
I wanted to talk a little bit about, and kind of you said this is a common question, is picky eaters, what to do with picky eaters. You know, we're feeding um, our family, the whole family, including the children. Yep. (laughs) And we have kids that say, I don't like broccoli. I don't like zucchini. I don't like pasta. I don't like pasta sauce. sauce on it. Yeah. I like pasta with butter. And with a sprinkle of cheese. Oh my gosh, you're so specific. I know. <laughs> Can you tell I've been there? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah, it's very common. Picky eater is literally the number one question that I get from parents who take, who still have young children in the house mm-hmm. um, when they come to my workshop mm-hmm. classes, when I do the online webinars, the chat, the in-person questions are all mainly mm-hmm. about picky eaters. So it's an area that I know is is hard and it's sensitive for a lot of people. Um, my uh, and I I have a resource that I'd be willing to share with with your audience. Mm. Um, it's something I've put through over the years, um, put together over the years. But my first strong suggestion is that to verify whether it's an actual medically diagnosed allergy mm-hmm. or if it's a food preference. Mm. Um, and if there's an actually medically diagnosed sensory issue or if it's a food preference, mm-hmm. this makes a difference in mm-hmm. your approach. And so when, when I get the food picky, the picky eater question, um, there's a lot of underlining parenting um, in there that's not mm-hmm. necessarily food related. So my, my question is always, has this been medically verified and diagnosed. Mm. If it's just preference, then that is a parenting issue and it's mm. a family style issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody addresses dinner time differently. differently. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you have to decide as the parent um, how you're going to approach this long term. So the, the second thing I encourage parents to think of is how long do you want to fight this battle? Because it's easier to fight it when they're younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it gets significantly harder the more words they learn. <laughs> and it gets significantly harder the more taste buds they develop. And yeah. they are getting into habits. Mm-hmm. And they're learning um, their likes and dislikes. So earlier the better. Mm-hmm. But some parents just enjoy... Making multiple meals for nope. everybody. Yeah, I'm there sorry. are people do. There I'm are people saying. who I enjoy don't. that, and that is yeah, culturally totally. what they were expected. Uh-huh. Um, their their mom did that for them. Their mom, you know, their grandmother did that for their parents. Everybody gets their favorite meal three times a day. If that's the path that you're on, then you own it. Yeah. That's then then that's what you want. Yeah. If that's not the path that you want. <laughs> Then I do have, um, I created a video called the five things you can say to your picky eaters tonight to start changing that food conversation. And I can offer that to your listeners and we can put that in the show notes for you. I will put it in the show notes. Mark my words. (laughs) It will be there. And if if anybody has more questions Mm -hmm. about that or wants us to kind of dive down deeper into the picky eater rabbit hole. Um, let us know on Facebook yeah. or Instagram, and we'll definitely invite Brendy back and have her talk about totally picky eaters. 
And I would and like to, to also hear um, maybe your guests or your audience can share success stories. Yeah. About mm-hmm. picky eating battles that mm. they've won. And because kids, kids will, uh, you know, vacillate back and forth between yeah. things they like and they don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's behavior slash development slash personality. Right. And so you're always wondering what one is it. Yeah. And there are some major victories that parents have have yeah. have won in, in terms of this battle. And it would be interesting to hear some of the positive yeah. aspects of introducing healthy and consistent variety food to your to your children. Right. Um it's not it's not a battle forever if yes. you if you choose to address it early. Yeah. And for me I've realized um, every kid is different. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm parenting them all the same, uh, Bennett's my pickiest. And Lucas, like he eats like an adult. Like he'll eat anything and everything. Same with Clay. And, but we only have and one And Jackson's still about. a baby. So, yeah. you know, I mean, who even knows? And what... Sloan just drinks breast milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She doesn't have a choice. <laughs> and Jack, so Jackson's still a baby. He doesn't like... Yeah. He doesn't have a preference because he's a baby and he'll eat anything and everything. He eats chalk in the backyard. He thinks that's delicious. Yeah, like you do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Delish. What color? Just kidding. Oh, any color. He'll eat it. <laughs> well, like, clean. What, like, I know for us, what works for us is, like, my philosophy, which it works for us, and if it doesn't work for you, that's totally fine, but... What I cook is what we're going to eat. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't make separate meals for Clayton. The only t- time I make a separate meal for him is at lunchtime because I don't eat lunch the same time that he does because mm-hmm. I enjoy having a quiet, peaceful lunch alone <laughs> with That's a little boy water too. in my backyard. Yeah. Um, but like, I made linguine with clams and he ate the clams. And I was sitting yeah. there thinking, if I was two and a half years old, I would not be eating a clam because, like, it's a texture. Th- I think that's like a weird texture. Oh, for sure. But he thought it was so fun. I don't And eat we called them little clams. Oh, it's so good. We called <laughs> them little clappers because he liked to play with little clamshells. So it, yeah. like, turned into like a fun little game. But I was, like, shocked that he ate that. Yeah. And I will say it's surprising what kids will be willing to eat. Definitely. If, if they are if this is what they're going to eat. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. just the same. Like, we took the kids to sushi, and I was surprised. They ate sushi. And it wasn't definitely like... I was like, in our motto, in our family, is you have to try it. Same. If we use the try green it, eggs and ham. Try yeah. it, try it, you will see. If you see. try it yeah. and you don't <laughs> like it, fine. Yeah. But if you try it, it but you have to try it. You mm-hmm. just have to try it. Because you're not going to know until you try it. Right. That's just... I feel the same thing. way. Unless it's a dietary restriction. I, totally. Like, yeah, unless it's a dietary allergy Which or we went through like that. that. We went through the then, whole dairy allergy and then he yes. grew out of it. Thank you, Jesus, that he grew out of that allergy because yeah. that was like... it's expensive to like yeah, do It's expensive, milk. especially to buy snacks that are dairy-free uh, is so expensive. Yes. Yeah. It's very difficult. So I'm so sorry if you have to deal with that because allergies with it's kids hard. is really hard. Yeah, it is. It's really hard. So... Yeah. I think that concludes our time together tonight. Yeah. That was fun. I it didn't, was. I mean, I thought I knew meal planning, but I really didn't. So tomorrow, <laughs> you better believe I'm starting a calendar. Oh. And I definitely am purging my pantry, which also gives me a reason to organize. And I love a really reason to organize. So I'm definitely <laughs> doing that too. I'm glad I could help. Yeah. Yes. So thank you so much, Brendy, for joining Yay. us today. Like we said, we're going to put everything in yes. the show notes that Brendy talked about, all the resources that she has for us. You can message us on Instagram if you have any questions. We can reach out to Brendy for you. Um, 
And we're really excited that you joined us. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Yay. Yes. Okay, guys. See right. you next time. Bye. Bye.